Welcome to the Flint Catholic Podcast. I'm Father Tony Smila. And I'm Michael Hasso. Got a Vuvuzela today. Yeah. I love you, you've heard of these? Have you, I have, yeah. Have you ever used a Vuvuzela before? Uh I think I have. Not many times. I don't own one. <laughs> I hope I just didn't blow out the microphone. Hopefully not. <laughs> but these are great. So I was talking about so we're still in Revelation. We got like two weeks left of school. And we're yeah. talking about the seven angels and the seven trumpets. So I brought this in and, uh, you know, just to wake him up. <laughs> and because I wanted to use this yep. some more. Yeah. So I've got my trusty Vuvuzela today. I was going to say, you got to look for opportunities to use it. That's exactly so. right. That's exactly right. Hey, the Firebirds That's are awesome. still in. This is the Flint Firebirds I, yep. one, and they're still in the playoffs. So they uh, they lost last night, though. Oh, so, sad. That's too bad. They're still up two to one in the series. Nice. So what are we talking about today? I think we're talking about healing. Yes. Healing. All day today. All day today. Yes. So mm-hmm. we have an interview um, later on after the uh, the break, which I'm really excited. Uh, it's Patrick Brennan. He's coming back. He's, uh, he's Is he our first second time guest? You've been on this before, right? Yeah. You're the first one who's yeah. going to come back. Wow. I didn't even realize that. Yeah. First second time guest. First return guest. That's probably a better way to say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> first return guest so that's that's actually really cool so we have uh we're hitting history today yeah so that's cool that is cool so the question is do we need healing today i'm gonna say yes maybe you do but i'm perfect <laughs> yes we we need some healing yeah. right there's all kinds of healing that's needed though so like what kinds of healing are we talking about here um, there's so many kinds of different kinds of brokenness, right? There can be that physical kind, there can be the emotional kind, there can be the kind like when Michigan hockey loses in the Frozen Four, and you're just like, oh, they should have won it all. Yeah, that was the best team that'll ever be assembled in hockey, in college hockey. I'm, I'm okay. Yeah, right. All different kinds of healing that's needed. Um, and so, what kind of healing are we really talking about today? So. We're really talking about physical healing today, like the sort of physical healing that happens miraculously through prayer. Yeah. Like that's the, that's the tough that like you can see that there's a perceptibility to that, right? Like yeah. if you're emotionally healed from something, like you could say it and I'll be like, sure, I guess I kind of have to believe you, right? Like yeah. I can't see that. Yep. Um, but with the physical healing, a lot of times there's, there's a visible like, oh, I can yeah. see that. Like there's, there's something tangible about it, even from the person who's being healed. Like I can't just like toss this away and be like, ah, oh, that wasn't anything. Yeah. Like, that's a real thing that happens. There's something tangible here. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, I think God gives us those, those glimpses and, and sort of, um, grows our faith through, yeah. through these moments, both when we're giving as in we're praying for others and when we're on the receiving end. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. And isn't that cool how God always works that way, right? Um, yeah. That he's not just like looking just at the person who he wants to heal. But he's like, I'm going to heal like everybody right there right now. Yep. And use through one action. Boom. Just like just strengthen the faith of so many others in the midst of that. Yeah. He always works that Absolutely. way. So healing. We, we, we talk about this concept of healing because one, we recognize we need a lot of healing. Like there's so yeah. much healing out in the world that needs to happen. Um, and we look in the Bible and we see, 
There's tons of healings that are happening in the Bible. You look at the, uh, the, the gospels, Jesus is constantly healing. It's one of his favorite things to do. Yeah. In fact, he's healing when he's not even expecting to heal, right? Somebody touches him and, oh, power has come out of him. Yeah. I just healed someone and I wasn't even like anticipating healing someone right now. Yeah. Like it's, he's that ready to heal. That's what I was going to say. I, I'm so ready for the day where somebody like touches, <laughs> touches the sleeve of my coat or something like that. That's right. I don't even know it. And they get healed. Just, or... just touch the edge of my Vuvuzela yeah. and you will be healed. <laughs> right. That would be, that'll be the day, right? Or, or nice shadow healings like, oh, uh, like Peter. Yeah. Peter and Acts the shadow the healings are cool too. Yeah. So Jesus heals. He even raises from the dead. Yeah. Right. Oh, I mean, one of them, he claims, well, she was just sleeping. Yeah. Yeah. We know, we know what you did, Jesus. <laughs> we know. Uh, and then, yeah, we, and you mentioned it with Peter and Paul, right? Acts of the apostles, healings all over the place, yep. left and right. Is that something that ended in the acts of the apostles? Like, why don't we seem that today? Like that seemed like such a normal part of the Christian life. Yeah. Why don't we see that today? Well, I mean, I would say we do see it today. Yes. We just don't hear about it yeah. nearly as much. But I think there's also evidence like, you know, you go back to the early church and it's like, you know, anyone that anyone that knows anything about church history, like the first 400 years of, of the church, there was just like, healings all over the place like it was common yep um it was it was really a normal part of the life of the church and not just for clergy or maybe better yet not just for saints yes i'm talking capital s saints because yes. we're all saints right you know right. saints here on earth so yeah not uh, just those very special few who've been you know anointed you're going to do the healings but no it's like just a normal part of the life yep right so, yeah, I think you're right. I think healings are happening around us all the time, and we just don't know about it. It doesn't get publicized, right? The news would rather talk about the bad stuff that happens than the yep. good stuff that happens. Um, so we don't hear about it, which is partially why I want to bring uh, Patrick on, is to talk about some of those things he's seen and experienced, tell some of those stories perhaps. Um, I think another thing, too, uh, is, and you know, I think there could be lots of reasons for this, but I think there's an element needed that's in shorter supply these days than we've seen in the past, perhaps. Uh, and that's faith. You look yeah. at the, the healings of Jesus and what he's always doing at, in or around those healings is he's trying to draw out faith from the person. Yeah. He's trying to, he, you know, he speaks to them and he wants to see where's your faith at. Yep. And so um, I guess what's helpful for us is what is faith? Yeah. What is faith? What, what do I mean by faith? Right. If I tell you, I have so much you know, I have faith that Michigan football is going to win the Big Ten championship next year, right? I could say that, um, but what does that mean to say that, right? To say that I have faith that Michigan football is going to win the Big Ten championship. Well, if I say that, but then am not willing to then go out and buy tickets to Indianapolis for the football game, the Big Ten championship next year, do I actually have faith? <laughs> right? That's a good analogy. <laughs> so... Um, Faith, if I really did have the faith that Michigan was going to win the Big Ten Championship, I should get tickets right now. Right? Yeah. Should get absolutely. tickets right now to the Big Ten Championship. Get tickets right now to the uh um to the um the playoff. Yep. Because hey, they're cheap now. Yep. I might as well get them now while they're cheap. Right? Yep. Absolutely. Um so faith is more than just that passive acceptance acceptance of truth revealed by God. 
right? Sometimes we often think it's, well, if I have faith, I'm just going to, you know, I just passively believe the things that I'm supposed to believe. But it's so much more than that. Um, it's an act of conforming ourselves to Jesus. It requires action on our part, requires us to, to take action, and, and it really changes our, our whole lives, right? If we have faith, that should result in action. If I have faith that Michigan's going to win the Big Ten, I should be willing to say, yeah, I'll go get those tickets right now. Yep. But if I'm not, do I really have faith? Yeah, it reminds me of something that Patrick Rice says frequently. Faith is spelled R-I-S-K. Yes. Yeah. So are we, in this case, you know, talking about physical healing, are we willing to step out and pray for somebody, you know, out in the wild, out in, yeah. you know, anywhere, or maybe even harder, are you willing to pray for that person that you see at mass Yeah, that, you know, walks in on crutches or with a cane or whatever? Yep. So. Yeah. Saying we trust in Jesus' power to heal, but yeah, I'm putting myself way out there. Here yeah. we go. Let's see what happens. Yep. Right. That's that kind of action we're talking about here. That's the kind of faith where, listen, I, I know what Jesus has done. I know what Jesus wants to do. I know that oftentimes he's going to use people like me to do it. Yeah. So let's try and put all those things together and see if something happens. Boom. Action. Right? Faith that leads to action. Yeah. So, good. Um, healings are awesome. Yeah. Um, there just happens to be uh, something that's going to happen soon in terms there of is. healing. St. Mary's, May 20th. May 20th, right? Yep. May, May 20th. 20th. So it's coming up soon. Um, and it is in the that's, evening. By the way, that's St. Mary's on the east side of Flint. Yes. Because there Mary's, are more than one. <laughs> you're right. Thank you for, yeah, there's only like 5,000 St. Mary's yeah. in the country. Yeah. I was going to say there's least. probably only like 20 in our diocese alone. Yeah, probably. St. <laughs> Mary's on the east side of Flint, Franklin. Yeah. So, yes, good catch. Yep. Um, yeah, evening, six, I think, six o'clock. Yep. Good. I should have like looked all this up, right? Yeah. yeah Patrick saying yes. So, six o'clock. May 20th, you should come on out. We'll talk to Patrick about the details of that, what to expect at this healing service, but I uh, just wanted to start by mentioning it. If you want to see healings in action, if you want to see your faith bolstered in that way, yeah. maybe, maybe just come in and just like, hey, I'm just going to check it out. I'm just going to see what I can see here. Yep. That's what we want to really invite you to. And just to like turn up the expectancy for that event yes. even more. I've been to many healing services before, and I have yet to attend a healing service where somebody doesn't get healed. Yeah. Yep. Jesus wants to heal. Yeah. And we're going to see people he healed right here in Flint. I'm super excited for it. I get to play yeah. bass at it too, which I'm really excited. Be part of the praise band. Nice. I'm very excited. Before we, before we uh, move on, um, have I told my healing story here on this podcast? I don't think so. All right. So I've been healed uh, miraculously through prayer, which is very cool. Nice. Um, it's, it's a smaller healing, but it, I think it's super cool and I love it. So uh, I've, um, I've had ankle surgery before. Um, and uh, so I twisted it very badly when I was in seminary. Had to have ankle surgery, surgery as a deacon for it. And then as, uh, let's see, I think it was in my third year as a priest. I'm playing basketball with eighth graders. And uh, I land right on one of their feet and go 90 degrees. Ankle Ooh. does exactly the same thing it did the last time. Heard the same pop as I heard the last time. And my first thought was all of that surgery and all that physical therapy has just gone down the drain. Yeah. My ankle is hurt again. And so I'm in a boot for a while. 
and like things look bad for my ankle. Like it didn't break it, but it, it, this may have been actually worse. Cause last, when I, before I had the surgery, I would like take a step and there's like a wide range of motion left to right where my ankle could actually land. Yeah. It was, it was like loose in my foot, which was weird. Um, and the surgery kind of fixed that. And then I just messed it up again. So I'm at a Love Revolution um, event, uh, which is a high school girls uh, event that um, uh, Debbie Herbeck puts together. It's fantastic. So yeah. we're doing adoration and um, I'm, on, I'm in my boot and like just kind of hobbling and, you know, I committed to this. So dang it, I'm going to do it. Even if I have to hobble and get Jesus up there on the, on the altar. So we did it and I'm in the back praying and one of the high school girls comes up to me and she says, I see you're in a boot. Can we pray? Yeah, well, let's yeah. go. And she starts to pray over my ankle and um, my foot gets warm and I'm like, oh dang, it's doing the thing. It's doing the yeah. thing. It's My foot's getting warm. It's doing the thing. Yep. And uh, I got very excited. So we kept praying, kept praying. The pain was starting to subside. Now as the, the heat went away, the pain started subsiding. I'm like, this is, this is like, I couldn't wait to get home and take the boot off to see like, did this, did this work? The pain was certainly gone. Uh, so I go home, take the boot off. And it's, it's healed. Wow. I never put the boot back on. That's sweet. I know. So cool. So cool. Um, yeah. And to, to this day, the ankle is still very tight. Um, yeah. It, it didn't need any surgery again. That's awesome. I know. So. And you know what's really cool too? Yeah. That it was just some ordinary high school girl. Yeah. That was like, hey, can we pray for you? She saw the boot and she saw an opportunity and she's yeah. like, let's pray. Yep. It was so cool. And that's all it takes, right? That's all just a little bit of faith. And, and really her faith was the action. We yeah. go up to the priest and ask him if he wants prayer. Yeah. Yeah. That's like a, that's a really bold move too. Like no kidding. Not, <laughs> not many people would go up to a priest and ask them if they need prayer. <laughs> right. Yeah. And I, and I didn't even know who this girl was. I yeah. seen, seen her for the first time that night. Yeah. Never, never knew who she was. So she yeah. just kind of went up to a rando and did that. It was so cool. Yeah. So. Cool. Yeah. So is there anything else we want to say at this point? Nope. I don't think so. Let's bring in Patrick. So yep. I'll let you do that. My voice hurts. I was yelling at freshmen all day today. <laughs> I wasn't yelling at them. I was playing a Vuvuzela for them all day. So yeah. we're going to bring in uh, Patrick Brennan to talk about the healing service and just healing in general. So we'll see you next on the other side of the break. Welcome back to the Flint Catholic Podcast, and I am here with Patrick Brennan. Say hi to everyone. Thanks, Michael. Thanks for having me again. I'm yeah, like amazed. I'm 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 a second time guest, so yeah, something must have gone right that first time. I was gonna say that's a that's quite the honorary title, the first second time guest. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> I'm gonna put that in a plaque on my wall. Yep. So Patrick is the campus minister at Powers Catholic High School, which is where we're recording. Um, and you have uh, quite a bit of experience with some with physical healing, definitely going after it in bold ways. Uh, I re actually, quick story before we get into the questions, but I remember one of the first times I had met you, we went out um, street evangelizing. Do you remember? I do. Um, at, at Kettering. And we were going out and we didn't encounter a whole lot of students, but I remember we, we spoke to one student 
and we prayed for physical healing and at, at least that I'm aware of nothing miraculous happened there but I remember afterwards I was just like wow this is kind of wild like <laughs> yeah not that I hadn't seen it before but it like I I gotta say like I I just really admired how you were like going after the physical healing and we can talk a little bit more later about why that is and why why that can be such a powerful tool in evangelization and stuff like that but yeah i mean it's interesting um how many uh, christians how many how many catholics would say my faith is exciting yeah it is so exciting to yeah. be a disciple of jesus it's it's so miraculous to be a disciple of jesus it's like amen those aren't usually adjectives that we associate with our faith journey and healing is one of the ways where it can become just this adventurous miraculous journey of like wow look at what god can do yeah yeah that's so awesome so why do you think that physical healing through prayer is so important to the life of the church well the short answer is jesus did it yeah so if jesus did it then we're called to do it Amen. um i mean there's so many scriptures we can point to where Jesus gave us his authority. He, uh, he said, I'm the light of the world. You're the light of the world. Yeah. Um, you know, he, he is the head, we're the body. So, um, you know, anything we see in scripture that Jesus did, it's not meant to be, you know, us looking at Jesus and saying like, wow, uh, Jesus is so amazing. And, um, uh, I guess I, I just get to admire how amazing he is. Yeah. I mean, that's true. You know, we worship him and he is truly God, but he's shared his power with us. Um, and so when we read scripture, we can actually look at it as examples of what we're called to do and not exceptions. Yeah. Um, so I think in terms of you know healing and proclaiming the gospel, they, they go together because anytime Jesus taught, he, he also demonstrated um, yeah. the truth of the gospel and demonstrated his power. And so I, I like to tell people that uh, Jesus is all about show and tell. Yeah. Right. I mean, if we're going to tell, we got to show. And if we're going to show, we got to tell. Yeah. So you, you can't, um, you know, pray over somebody for healing, say they experience healing, but then you don't actually share the gospel with them yeah it's like hey i don't want anybody who's got a healed shoulder to go to hell yeah um so it's really important to to be both show and tell yeah yeah that's awesome yeah and i love how you connected those two as well because you know i think at times when when you when you do step out and you take that risk to to pray for somebody and you experience the physical healing it can it can be like so overwhelming that you almost forget like oh wait but now I need to proclaim Jesus. Now I need to share with them who healed them. Right. So right. that's and, awesome. And that's the thing. I mean, I'm sitting here and, and uh, you know, you said, oh, Patrick's got all kinds of experience, physical healing. Like, it make me sound, sound like some sort of <laughs> expert. But, you know, really, like, none of us are experts in healing. Yeah, yeah. Even people that have super anointed healing ministries and people I've been really blessed to be mentored by, like, uh, those people would say, hey, it's just as much a mystery to me yeah. as anybody else. And I've certainly been prayed for many times for healing and different things, and it hasn't happened. Um, and so the the mystery of healing is we can't make it happen, but we can step out and open ourselves up to the possibility. 
Um, and maybe you've heard before, like sometimes people say this in discernment, like you can't move a parked car. Yeah. Well, you can't heal somebody, you know, just by, by doing nothing. Like you have to do something yeah. in order for the healing to, to come about. Yeah. Um, even the simplest healings that Jesus said, where, where he would tell somebody like, Hey, you can, you can go, uh, yeah. you know, your servants healed. Um, he had to speak those words he had to yeah. do something. So, um, you know, I, I think one of the things that, that we can take confidence in and, and encourage in is when we step out and, and take a risk, that's really the victory. The, the victory yeah. is not necessarily did the person get healed or not, because we're not in control of that. But what we can control is the risk that's taken. So uh, I love to pray for healing, even if it appears that nothing happened. I love to pray because I know by taking the risk, I'm showing that Jesus wants to heal and I'm increasing my faith by saying, I believe this, right? So like Jesus said, those that believe, they'll lay hands on the sick and they'll recover, right? So it's like an act of belief in Jesus's presence and power when we step out in faith. Yeah. Yeah. That's so awesome. That's awesome. So, um, how has physical healing impacted your life personally? Yeah. So I actually remember the very first healing service I ever went to. This was many years ago. Uh, they had a, a, um, a guy up front who was praying over different conditions. And, um, one of the conditions that he named was diabetes. And I happened to be a type one diabetic. And so he asked anybody with this condition to stand. And I stood up being like, wow, this is, this is my moment. Like I am going to get healed. This is going to happen. Like I I had total hundred percent faith that this is happening. And so he prayed and, and I even experienced like something happening in my body, even experienced like a heat or a sensation in my body. So it was like, oh man, this is totally happening. Like I'm getting healed right now. And I walked out of that healing service, hundred percent convinced, like I'm healed. Like I wasn't doubting it at all. And you know what? It turns out I didn't get healed. It didn't happen. And so I had to wrestle with like, all right, what was that? You know, and what did it mean that we prayed, but I didn't get healed, even though I felt like I did and I had the faith for it. You know, all the ingredients were there for like a healing to happen. Why didn't it happen? And it took me on this journey of really like trusting God and saying like, okay, God, you alone know, like, and, and you're alone, you alone have the power. Okay. So help, help me to like walk in faith and trust even when the healing doesn't happen and help me to celebrate what you are doing, not what you're not doing. So when I went to my next healing service, I was like, okay, God, as much as I'd love to be healed of diabetes, I don't want to make this just about me. I want to make this about healing in the church. I want, I want to make this about like celebrating what you are doing. So like you said earlier in the show, you've never been to a healing service where somebody hasn't been healed. I'd say, I could say the exact same thing. And really any healing testimony that we hear or witness, that's a healing testimony that the whole church shares in. So for me, when I see somebody healed or I hear a testimony of healing, it's like we all get to celebrate that. Even if we're not the one that received the healing, it's a sign for the whole body. So that means that we go, when we go to a healing service and some people get healed, but not everyone does, 
Okay. That doesn't mean like, oh, God didn't show up because not everybody got healed, yeah. right? Well, yeah. guess what? The world is still broken, but Jesus did show up, right? He, cr- yeah. he truly did come. He truly did rise from the dead. Okay. But we're in the process of all of creation being, you know, resurrected in, into glory. Um, and so these signs of healing are signs that God is at work. He's doing his work of restoration, recreation. Um, and we're seeing that through these healings. Wow. That's so awesome. So I know you've already touched on this a little bit, So, but if there's anything else to add about how physical healing has impacted your ministry. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, w- one of the things that's really interesting is when I was first um, really brought like alive in my faith, I would say I, I was not aware that healing could happen. I was not aware of miracles, signs and wonders. Um, I was certainly aware of it in, in scripture, but I didn't have an experience of that happening today. And so I was very fortunate. Um, when I was in seminary, we had a, a priest there of the Diocese of Lansing, Father Matthias Thalen was also uh, at the seminary while I was there. And it was really through his mentoring of many of the seminarians where we realized like, wow, God wants to heal here's the theology behind it. Here's why we need it in the church. And so really under his mentoring, I was like, I want to go out and do this. And so we would go out on a regular basis. I would go out with other seminarians or other friends and say, Hey, let's just pray for people. Let's see who we can find to bless and pray for healing. Um, and so as we would go out and do that, like we would see things happen. I mean, I haven't seen anybody raised from the dead yet, but I have seen shoulders healed, backs healed, necks healed, like almost every like, uh, you know, major part of the body. It's like, there's a testimony of healing. In fact, I remember one time, uh, uh, this, this, um, particular, um, evangelization event, we were praying over somebody at a fireworks tent. Okay. It was like around the 4th of July and they're selling fireworks. And this lady had a, had a, terribly messed up ankle like her ankle was all all swollen and she's like the cashier standing behind the desk she's been standing all day her ankle's killing her so we say hey can we pray for you and as we prayed like i literally watched the swelling go down okay and that those are the coolest ones where it's like you you actually watch it you you see the healing um that that was one of the best and then the other things that um are amazing about like being in a high school and um, you know seeing students every day is I get to bring this into the into the school. Yeah. So I really believe like at Powers Catholic, one of the reasons we're named Powers is because God wants to bring His power in our school in in a really amazing way, really miraculous way. So I'm just looking forward to like as we continue to grow campus ministry here, signs and wonders and healings being a regular part of that. Amen. That's so awesome. One, I think my favorite part so far is how you said, I haven't seen any dead raisings yet. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and you just said it so nonchalantly. <laughs> and seriously, one of my goals is like, I, I need to be, uh, you know, certified yeah. as, as somebody that can um, uh, do funerals. And so, yeah, yeah, yeah. yet, yep. yet is the key word. Yeah, that'll, that'll be your next career is like uh, mortician or something like that. That's it. <laughs> That's it. And you get I, opportunities every single day. <laughs> and I, I told my wife actually recently, I said, I said, honey, if I go first, 
make sure I, I'm going to put it right in my will, you know, that uh, you are to definitely pray for my resurrection at my funeral. Okay. <laughs> I want to be one of those prayed for. Yep. That's awesome. <laughs> so so you do you have any other glory stories, any particularly memorable healings? Mm. I, I honestly like, and I, I know this, this maybe isn't the, uh, the most, um, dramatic, but you know what I love is the people, the people that I've prayed with who have experienced God's presence in the healing. Okay. Yeah. So what I mean by that is father Tony shared earlier, um, when he, uh, when he was prayed over for his ankle, that, that feeling of like warmth on him. Okay. Yeah. And that'll happen a lot of times when we pray for people is they'll experience like the peace of God over them yeah. or they'll experience that like sensational Holy Spirit. Um, and th there is just nothing like experiencing the presence of God. Okay. Like I remember when I was first brought alive in my faith, it was an experience of God's presence that really set me on fire. Like, wow, he is so present, so real. Yeah. And so, when when we pray for people and let's say they experience like that uh, sensa a sensation in their shoulder or their leg or something, it's like we get to say to them, that is God touching you right now. That is the Holy Spirit touching you right now. Um, yeah. I mean, that that is such a powerful tool to proclaim like the love and reality of Christ is when there's this tangible sensation. And you think about like our Catholic faith is so tangible. Like every one of the sacraments are a tangible experience of God's presence. Yeah. And so healing is just a continuation of that sacramental theology in a way. Yeah. So does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. I'm I'm so glad that you tied that into sacramental theology. <laughs> there you go, man. That's fantastic. <laughs> I can tell you work at a school. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Little, you know, we, we deal with both the head and the heart. So. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, let's bring this a little bit more local and like day-to-day -day now. Why do we need more physical healings like right here in Flint? I mean, I think it's no secret that Flint, Flint is a place that has experienced uh, fallen humanity, right? Yep. And has, yep. has experienced brokenness and experienced unemployment, uh, experienced crisis, so this is a place that knows what it means to live in a fallen world. Yeah. And the, the, the gospel truth is that Jesus is, seeks out the broken, the brokenhearted, the lost, right? The lepers that have, that are, um, you know, ostracized from the community, right? Whoever is seen as like the lowest and uh, the most needy, like those are the ones that... I'm not saying Jesus loves certain people more than others, but we just see it all throughout scripture. Those are the ones he seeks after to manifest his glory. Okay. So Flint is a place that I believe as, as we have this healing service and we make healing ministry uh, more available to people in the city, Flint is a place where God is going to manifest his glory in yeah. a way that, um, is going to make the news. Yeah. Okay. Because the things that make the news in the past in Flint is like, Oh, look how, look how desperate it is here. Or look how bad it is here. Yeah. But what if it was like, man, look what God is doing in Flint. Look how God is moving powerfully in Flint. 
those are the kinds of things that I think Flint is made for, especially after all the desolation that's been experienced in the city. Yeah, absolutely. So then by extension, and I know we've alluded to this a few times, but how does healing then lead to evangelization and and really just like um, the spirit just like breaking out in communities and areas and, and really, really starting to see, um, you know, widespread evangelization? Yeah, so um, if, I t- if I go up to somebody and I tell them, God loves you, um, they're going to be encouraged by that word for sure. Yeah. Um, and I love to, to tell that to people. Um, yeah. But if I show them, if I can show them God loves them, and it, it doesn't have to be just healing, but healing is, is an example of showing that. And, you know, it makes me think of like, um, remember the story of the the man born blind yep. that that Jesus heals, and the the Pharisees are like investigating the healing, and they're asking him all these questions, and he's like, "Listen, I don't know, I don't know everything, but I do know one thing: I was blind, and now I can see." Okay, yeah. and so so this is like um, the kind of testimony that is irrefutable. Right. Yeah. They couldn't as much as the Pharisees wanted to say, you didn't get healed. That didn't happen. It was like everybody knew this guy was blind. Now he could see. Yeah. And so everybody knew like, wow, Jesus is Lord. Yeah. Um, and so I, I, I think that as much as I love to see like shoulders and backs and knees healed, the, the ones that really get people are the ones where it's like, wow, that person was in a wheelchair and now they're not anymore. Yeah. Like there was actually a healing service um, just in March uh, in Lansing where a lady who was in a wheelchair uh, experienced healing, got up out of her wheelchair, walking around at the healing service. Oh, wow. And it's like, that's the kind of thing where everybody goes home saying, okay, you know, God didn't heal everybody, but yeah, this lady got up out of a wheelchair, you know, and in addition, it's like, I, I remember um, there was a healing service at Lansing Catholic high school a few years back kid who was totally colorblind, completely yeah. healed, could yeah. see, see in color. Every kid at that school knew yeah. this kid was colorblind. Now they know he can see. So th- those are the kinds of healings that lead to massive evangelization yeah. and massive faith. Yeah, I was going to say, is that the same one that was documented on, uh, was it the Revive documentary? Yep. yep. Okay, that's awesome. Yeah, so the Revive documentary, it was a documentary put out by Encounter Ministries about healings, physical healing that was going on in Catholic high schools. And Lansing Catholic was featured in that. So, yeah, so that's fantastic. You know, one of my dreams is that um, Powers Catholic and, and all the schools in the Diocese of Lansing would, um, you know, walk in healing power. And the thing is, you know, we talked earlier about faith being spelled R-I-S-K. So if I see somebody who is uh, in a wheelchair or has some sort of, you know, serious uh, um, physical impairment, I, I don't have to look at that and say, oh man, I can pray for somebody's shoulder or back, but that's a tough one. Uh, yeah. the, the wheelchair, you know, I just can't do that. It's a tough one. And I, it's a renewal of the mind. It's really a training, a training for our faith when we look at somebody who has a serious condition and we say, God, God can do this. Yep. God can do this. Right. And then it gives us the courage 
to, to pray for that person for the most difficult of things because we know nothing's impossible. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Well, thank you so much t- for your time today, Patrick. We've loved having you. Um, it's a blessing, man. Yeah. You know, if we're really going to honor the Trinity, we, uh, we should have me on a third time. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> we just can't stop there. <laughs> you know, here's what we'll do, Michael, is um, maybe after the healing service, so May, Friday, May 20th, the healing yep. service, 6 to 8 p.m., and we're going to have a uh, wor- uh, dynamic worship team. We're going to have preaching of the gospel, right, because we got to tell yeah. and show, show and tell. Um, and then we'll have uh, time for healing, both as a body, corporately as a body, and then individual prayer ministry for healing. So it'll run about 6 to 8 p.m. And wouldn't it be awesome if maybe the the podcast after that one, uh, we shared some testimonies from that healing service. Oh, yeah. So. That would be awesome. That's not, yeah. not, to, not to plan out your show <laughs> for you, but you know. No, we appreciate that. Yeah, yeah. So there you go. Well, great. Thanks for, thanks for joining us today, Patrick. It was great having you. Thanks, Michael.